0: Gentlemen, we're back. Another week
1: of Low Seahorse podcast. Yeah. The Suns, the Suns, the Suns. Oh.
0: This is week 11. And uh, home, say. I've got Hayden to my right. What's up, everybody? I've got Robert to my left. Yeah, yeah. And my name's Chad. Yeah. And we are the Low Seahorse fan club. Low Seahorse, baby. Thank you for tuning the in sons. today. Uh, as we said, this is week eleven, um, and and if uh, you are a new listener today, w- welcome to the Los Hoes podcast. Like uh, and if you are a consistent listener, welcome back. Thanks for putting us in your earballs. Um, thank, yeah, thank you, thank you for putting us in your earballs, as uh, Robert hey likes man. to put that. Um, we've got a full list of topics to talk about, and um, as you guys all know, we like to talk about Padres baseball here. Uh, we're big Padres fans. Padres
2: all day, baby. I almost feel like we should like put Hell's Bells in somewhat early in this episode, but uh, that's anyways. Well, maybe when they listen to this, it'll
1: already have happened. No,
0: maybe. There you go. And are we talking about the song or the podcast? Yes. No, well, to,
2: shout out to Hell's Bells. Shout out Bells. to them.
1: Where have they been though?
2: Yeah, yeah. ladies.
0: Ladies, <laughs> where but you at? I, I
2: was referring more so to the uh, music that uh, Trevor used to enter the games to. Uh, being that this was uh Hall of Fame induction weekend and uh we right uh, i didn't obviously get the you know chance to go to Cooperstown but i was uh spending sunday with my boys That's and right. i got to Young watch Hayden's on the big birthday absolutely hours absolutely, girls, absolutely. Birthday. The, uh, the the Los Ohio's
0: fan club and and uh, a day. whole group uh actually uh, coming Kind of commandeered Section 208 over there, yeah. um, and awesome. uh, <laughs> uh, Robert most definitely made an appearance on the big screen. You're um, dirty dancing. Uh, you should probably be happy that you didn't see what happened before he made it on the big screen. It kind of <laughs> got a little PG-13. It
2: almost was like a banter between the cameraman and you. you. Were like, "Come on, man! Like, show me on the camera." Yeah, it and then, like, was like finally was... he's just like, "Yeah, you're pretty funny." I'll
1: yeah, he he camera. knew I was the money shot. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah, again, a
0: fun weekend at the park, um, but. Uh, you know, again, we've got a lot to talk about today, and and really our our main you know focus right off the get go here is is Hall of Fame weekend, right? I mean, we've got some huge you know honorable mentions for this weekend. Uh, congratulations, Mr. Hoffman, Mr. Trevor Hoffman. Yeah, um, big congrats. Uh, you know, a 2008 uh, inductee.
1: Right, and that's the game we went to, and so like we were, saying, it was so cool. You know, while we were there, they did such a great job of making it special. They opened the gates early. The 51 we, flags. The flags. The flags were hanging everywhere. Being able to watch his speech. Just, I think they played it three or four times, too. and It was, it was perfect. It was one thing. You know, we talk a lot of shit about the giveaways, the ticket prices. That is one thing they did very right this year.
0: Yeah. And and uh, now uh, Robert is also going to tell you that he was very upset that he didn't get the child size backpack as well. But. I was
1: about <laughs> to say that. <laughs> Chad snagged one out of a seat as we were walking out no one around there was no one so it's not like he took it from anybody
0: here's a hot take ladies and gentlemen (laughs) giveaway weekends or any type of giveaway day if you're not leaving the park and scanning the rows yeah for left giveaways you're doing it wrong this is true. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, there is always
1: there's always left gifts left. and so goodies So Chad got left. the lucky leftover. I thought he was gonna give it to me. Like I don't know. I was just like, oh, yeah, he's gonna give it to me because I wanted it so much. But it didn't happen. It's mine.
0: It's mine. Uh, so okay. yeah, I walked out with that backpack on my back. Yeah. Uh, the biggest child with that backpack, I think, at the, the stadium that day. In the stadium. Pretty much. No, but uh, again, uh, you know, Hall of Fame Day for for Mr. Trevor Hoffman. Um, right. the, the we'll get into the speech in a second here, but just a quick congratulations to you know what was the four right? You know, Mr. Trevor Hoffman, Chipper Jones. Uh, a J- Jt, Mr. Jim Tome, uh, a Vlad Guerrero. I mean, that is a, a beautiful class, in my opinion. True. Yeah. Of um, a- four solidified names for or organizations that have just consistently put out decent. <laughs> right. Three of the four have put out decent ball <laughs> clubs, but uh, but again, um, it was, when it was good, it was know, great to see.
1: The they had like the largest attendance since Quinn's ceremony. Since Quinn's ceremony, which exactly. says a lot about Hoffman, because he was like the keynote, or not the keynote, but he was like the main show. But I think it says something. I mean, that whole that whole group. I mean, you're gonna get fans from
0: everyone. well, exactly, so, and and there was so. a lot of features on on actually how many Padres fans were there, and oh, we and I think outnumbered everybody else. Oh, we completely outnumbered. I mean, there was, I, and I saw, I, you know, shout out to 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 Charisma for kind of organizing yes. that event. I mean, there was a literally 50 plus Padres fans in a picture together. I mean, it got featured Just at on the meet up. So imagine on how many like, actual. Exactly. So great to see, and and again, you know, kind of you know diving into Trevor Hoffman's speech a little bit, right? I mean, yeah. uh, you know, first and foremost, uh, he thanked the doctor, and and that was just uh, you know what a cool way to start his speech. Um, and and if if you were listening to that, you immediately caught on to that, right?
2: I was getting goosebumps definitely when uh, Jerry Coleman was mentioned. Yeah, it was, it was it was hard it was hard to kind of hold emotion back in the time, but I mean. For, for him to come out, and that's like his first thing he comes out, just swinging, just with the Jerry Coleman reference and thanking Uncle Teddy, that was just like, whoa.
1: It was good front to back. That speech, it blew by.
0: It was, it was. And, and uh, you know, it, there was some, in, in what what I thought was really cool were the, were the John Wooden quotes. And, and I think he kind of kept a consistent theme with that. I, I think he mentioned he had three John Wooden quotes in there. And, um, you know, we got one for you, uh, just in case, you know, you didn't hear it or, or you didn't hear the full, you know, kind of quote itself.
2: Talent is God given. Be humble.
1: Fame is man given. Be grateful. Conceit is self given. Be careful.
2: John Wooden. Uh, That's some philosophy. shit right there. Yeah,
0: and 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 that just really, you know, as you hear Boom. these words, uh, and 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 then you 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 picture Trevor Hoffman and, and the career that he had, and and the man that he was, both on the field and off the field. Again, he earned that position. He earned that Hall of Fame induction. So, uh, congratulations, Mr. Hoffman. Uh, we're very happy to see that
1: yeah he um, was humble and grateful yeah careful. so so that's a, a very that <laughs> I, I think
0: a, a special way to start our podcast here but um you know we're going to jump right into things again we have a full book in store here um uh, we're going to go into a quick series recap um obviously we always do that at the start here um we're going to kind of go into you know some predictions into to, to what is what's ahead for this relatively uh, last third here um you know are we in tank season or or you know what's left for us take there whether uh, <laughs> we are yeah uh, we've got some questions that that kind of came through on 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 Twitter uh as always we like to to kind of post uh and and give you guys the the kind of the reins of the show and so we've got some topics stemming from our Twitter questions um as always Hayden will take us down on the farm um and uh and then we'll look forward um you know we've got some uh, we're actually heading out of town, we're we're on our way to Chicago right now. We've got a, a big series in Chicago coming up. Um, yeah, but um, and then and then we have a very you know kind of intimate discussion here internally on what's our favorite baseball movie and and I think uh, uh, better have the right answer. Yeah, we and <laughs> I, I, I think we already uh, you know a precursor to this. We've got some. Varying answers, so gonna so so it's going to be a good, good. pod. Uh, we've got a lot in store for you. So so again, uh, beginning with the series recap, and our recap has not been good
2: whatsoever. No, bueno. no seven bueno. straight losses, folks. Ten straight, straight losses straight at home.
1: Lossozo.
0: Ten straight losses at home. That wow. is. Ooh, I didn't see that. That's hard. That's yeah. hard to say. That's hard to read. I think uh, Craig Allison uh, six one nine yeah, sports. it was Craig Allison. Uh, that, that, uh, that, uh, that. uh, threw that at me this morning, and and I just gawked at that tweet. I mean, Dude.
2: I did not. Well, the the seven straight wins was one thing, but then he losses. Lists, sorry. losses, Goodness not Craig. wins. <laughs> Don't give <laughs> so us you're that. living in a fantasy world, I'm in a different. <laughs> I'm in a different dimension <laughs> right now. 2020, um, where are you guys at? The seven straight <laughs> losses is one thing, but it was all like the additional. Uh, stats after that, that was like each additional one. Every time I read the next jab, one, the next one, the next jab, one, I was like, okay, now I feel like I need to sit down and uh, drink a glass of water, <laughs> right? And and, and <laughs> it so, again,
0: it, it hasn't been good recently. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, starting off with with uh, Arizona, um, we were at home, we've been at home for a while now. Uh, game one of that Arizona season, or I'm sorry, game one of that Arizona uh, See, series. Like yeah, not season series, same diff. <laughs> um, Granky uh, again, a story of Granky. Uh, he looked great. Uh, he didn't give up a walk. Yeah. Um, j- just looked, uh, you know, t- typical Granky. Typical Granky. Um, second game, uh, John Jay. Uh, you know, right? I mean, why, Robert? Oh. I-, I bet you were wearing your John Jay jersey watching that game, I huh? Was,
1: well, I think I was wearing the Kimber one. The Jay one was pretty smelly, but I think it was actually like flammable. You know how much sweat was in it, so I was I thought about just lighting it up, dude. You should have <laughs> a couple <laughs> you have. times because, of that night, because I was really, like, it's ready, dude. I should just yeah, John Jay would uh,
0: be gone. <laughs> yeah, John Jay had some some clutch doubles and at the end, you know, close to the end of that game too, and they really just broke it open on us. there. Game two, game um, one,
1: he he beat us up a little bit. I mean, I feel like the whole series he did he did pretty dang well. So right, right. Was, um, and then we and were then there, game, I'm lucky I wasn't wearing
0: it. You know, so. game three uh, was was rather controversial, and again, that's the game that we were at. We attended. We were there on Sunday. Um And and really what came into play and what was in question was the Freddie Galvis, the what is a home run? That yeah. was not a double.
1: Call it what it is. It's a home run.
0: I, that hit the concrete and then ricocheted off back into the
2: stadium. Right. How is that not a home run? I feel like there's a lot of people who always say like, oh, the umps were terrible in this game or they were terrible in that one. I can, without a doubt in my heart, say that is probably the worst officiated game I've ever witnessed in my life, by far. Uh, obviously, you know I don't have the batter's eye view. Um, you know, well, there were some TV,
0: weird calls in that game there for were sure.
2: S- I mean, not only Jankowski weird, got called out on a bunt. that made you scratch your head to the point where you're just you're so beyond belief of like what could possibly have compelled them to call this play that way right and,
0: and and so that was just mind boggling right that home run would have put us uh, would have tied the game right there instead it's double we're then down five four, and I think that ended up being the game um but what Robert and I were talking out you know prior to this uh pod is is we don't have a yellow line out there
1: the, the, we realize there's no yellow line at all like across the the entire outfield. So I don't know if that's so the rule
0: exactly. And and that's uh, might be on the Padres, right? And, and so uh, my my solidified sure. question here is 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 why don't we have a, a yellow
1: tape? Right, right. So we looked it up in and, left and field it reads here. the yellow line rule reads something along the lines of this. If a park has a yellow line running along the top of the fence, as Coors Field does. This was from Baseball 101 or whatever. Uh, the ball must clear the yellow line. If the ball hits any part of the yellow strip and goes over the fence, it's ruled a home run. So there's the caveat there where Freddie Galvis's ball came back into the park, but we watched it and it hit the top of the of the foam part, not the white part, which there was that line from the ad, that white line. It hit the top of the foam, like the back of the foam, concrete, shade back up off the concrete. Concrete. There's no way it it yeah. hits the corner of the foam and goes. Six, eight it would have died it would have died dotted right so, there. so so the yeah track.
0: again that was uh, in that's my opinion very questionable that's a home run in my opinion and so that was the story of that game in my opinion I, I think we got snaked on that one uh, speaking of snakes so the, they took that series they swept us uh, they took all three games um, then San Francisco came into town And it was not pretty, right? Uh, You know, San Francisco, again, they came into town. It was a weird, again, one of those weird two-game series where I think we're probably going to split and play two games back up in their place again. Right, and then Um, get swept again, too. Yeah, and and the (laughs) first game, well, well, actually, this series was pretty much the story of extra inning baseball. Uh, Both games went into extras. Uh, The first game, I was so embarrassed to be a Padres fan. Um, uh, you know uh, the Padres oh, seem to always find a, a, a way to lose in extra inning baseball, um, and it started with that safety squeeze. Excuse me, safety squeeze. <laughs> wow, um, or whatever that was, because yeah. Christian Villanueva did not move. He didn't move. So, um, regardless of the bunt getting down or not, and and if the bunt was in the right place or not,
2: I think I had the runner to rewind has to take that. Off. I had to rewind that like two or three times was, to like. Actually, comprehend what was going on. Like, um, did Vinoave not get the uh, mo from you know Glenn? Or, well, obviously not Glenn because he was back watching Trevor. But like, whoever the third base coach was, like, right? And, what's and, going on there? And let me yeah. explain the
0: situation again. Runners on first and third. Uh, it was in the bottom of the eleventh inning. There was one out. Uh, Austin, or uh, yeah, Austin Hedges was up, and he just laid a bunt down, and and it really didn't do anything. Uh, the pitcher fielded it, threw it to first and there's two outs, and we couldn't get a run in or in from the third to win the game. And then the next batter popped out, and then the, the next inning, the Giants scored two on a home run, and that was the game. It I, was the weird. That was, so, was weird. so embarrassing. I mean, it, again, I typical Padres way to I don't know what's
1: what's more embarrassing, that one or the, uh, the Houston— uh, pop up earlier this year was that Houston or?
2: or uh, I think it was Houston. It JL. was yeah. It would, oh it yeah. It was AJL I got it, and, it. Cosmer and yeah. uh, the debacle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: and then I and then game up. two again. You know, same same story. Uh, we we lost in the tenth inning. Uh, I think it was a little bit of a day game. Uh, uh, McCutcheon I think uh, you know, uh, let it off with the, I think what is a lead off triple or something like that, oh, yeah. and then uh, you know scored on the next play, and then that was that. Um, I so, love how everybody
1: was tweeting about. Is this Groundhog Day? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here?
0: Right. And, and so, again, uh, extra inning baseball is is not good for a bullpen. It's not good for a starting staff. Um, it's not so good for the Padres. It's just That's not good for said. the Padres and, and what, what we're doing right now. We cannot go into extra inning games and, and then lose. And what's
1: weird is, dude, we had that 15-inning game against the Cardinals earlier in the season where we came out ahead. Like They looked like they still had that, that fight, that fire to get through those games. But now, 10th inning? Yeah. Fall That's over, boring. crumble. Have yeah, tank season, you know. it's the point in fighting to fifteen, sixteen innings?
0: Yeah, he could be like Will Myers and just take balls right down the plate and strike out twice looking. Yep. You know, this sure. Two, two. I, it, I wonder. I've I wonder if he, that's like his mo, there.
2: like, I because I've seen him. He has incredible plate discipline. You know, I that's you know the one thing that's really stuck out to me um, in his entire time as a Padre. I wonder if he just says, you know what, I don't even feel like swinging the bat.
0: It sure seems like it.
2: I, I thought
1: I thought that he was doing a thing where he was guessing that it was going to be a, a slider or a curve, or because no. I've watched him do this. You know, we've all watched him do this over the years. I thought it was like he's just overthinking
2: it, and he goes, "This one's going to no. drop." He lays, lays off sliders
1: but these last couple of games. It's like no, he, he, just lay, he want lays he lays
2: off sliders that are like very questionable, like nobody I've ever seen. That's one thing I will comment on is he has incredible vision. He has incredible plate discipline, and he just, he's, you know, I hate to bring a phrase back from Little League, but he has a great eye. He's a great eye for pitching. Good eye, Will? Good eye. So I don't buy the, you know, aspect of, oh, well, you know, I just think that he's not seeing the ball well. He is. And he's Yeah, just right. And, and and so, again, yeah, that I, kind I of, think, you know, that yeah. kind
0: of stems into, you know, a big, you know, discussion that's obviously on, on a lot of people's minds as, as the Padres – uh you know are are digging their hole further and further in the L. West i mean we're you know <laughs> multiple games back i'm not going to give you a digit because that's that's just sad i don't um, think they
1: give a digit anymore it's just
0: like two dashes just games back dash, na dash. na not applicable <laughs> not applicable na could not make it back so 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 uh, art and again i'm going to ask you guys this question and i I'd, I'd love for you guys to ask me the question back but are the padres currently in full tank mode Roberto?
1: Yeah, it's tank season, baby. It's hot out, sweating, humid, a lot of games at home. Take prices are too high.
2: It's okay. tank season, man. Well, um, I think it's my turn then. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> That's all I got. Um, actively, no. Uh, I think subliminally the players are kind of at the point in the season where they have come to the conclusion of, um, well – all for this hoorah stuff, we're not going anywhere. Um, and I think that's why you're kind of seeing the the uh, lackluster efforts at the plate by everybody, really. I mean, not just people who are as the established veterans, the Hosmers, um, the Myers, um, and the Galvases of the world. But I, th- I think it's truly gotten to the point where everybody's just kind of like, oh, great, let's just play baseball. Hooray. What do you think, Chad?
0: Yeah, and and it's you know very repetitive, right? I think uh, you know a lot of us are saying here we are again, or you know here we go again. Um, but what what took me by surprise this year, and what took a, I think a lot of us by surprise this year, is the lack of action around the trade deadline. We're mm-hmm. seeing for for a very for the first time in a very long time, an organization that might believe in our farm system. And might believe in our future, yeah. and and is really to inv- really ready to invest in in the guns and and in the product that we've we've gone out and and, and obtained, and and so it, w- while yes, I I think we're in full tank season, uh, I, I think it was very much so solidified that that um, you know we're not trading right now. We're we're in a very much so hunkered down, locked down vision, and and so. With no trades being made, uh, and you know obviously there was huge talks with chris Archer right um yeah huge talks with uh with Tyson Ross moving, or well, I'm not really sure if there was huge talks, but well, um
2: the majority of it was around chris Archer, right, and I think a lot of people were losing their shit over this because they thought, oh my God, we're gonna you know give up top prospects, and it's gonna be a repeat of twenty fifteen, and we're just gonna scrap this whole vision for a rebuild and building to the farm i as much as I actually was quietly in support of the Archer trade, I know call me crazy. <laughs> I always knew, like, okay, H is not going to give up anything that's you know right. potentially of value to us. Right. Right.
0: So and and so again, I think yeah, the lack of action pretty much solidifies we're in tank season. This is we're in full effect tank season. Hunker down for the rest of the you know the rest of the I summer. Mean, what, what are and, you looking uh, forward to? I'm looking forward
2: to the September call ups. Right. Absolutely. That's what I
1: was going to say. We're going to see some some guys. And then, you know, uh, I think it was like Fire Phil mentioned, uh, he was like, you know, what do you, th- are these guys still trying, blah, blah, blah. And on that note, it's like you said, they're, they are just playing baseball, but these guys now have to prove.
2: That I'm they're a st- part of the future.
1: That I'm still a part of the future. Right. Like Jankowski, one of my favorite guys. Yo, I'm, shit, I'm a little scared. The la- Like the performance Jankowski, over the last month. Renfro.
2: And then we've Biennueva. got all these hot
1: outfielders coming up over the next two months. Right, and and, you know they're going to get looks, and and, and again, Yikes. I think
0: this uh, that you know a perfect transition into uh, you know another big question that I think we were all asking ourselves, and I think we even got a Twitter mention about this is, uh, what's our forty man roster look like, uh, kind of leading into you know the end of this season, uh, beginning <laughs> next season, uh, you know again, puzzle pieces are going to be shifting, September call ups are going to be, a mm-hmm. uh, uh, very much so in effect. We already see, uh, we've. Uh, I've seen a couple of pitchers get pulled up. I think uh, there's a big following for uh, uh, Brett Walker to be pulled up. Uh um,
2: what's his name? Uh, it's it's not Walker. Walker Lockett is up. Walker it's Brett Lockett. Kennedy. Brent there Kennedy. Was. There you go. Excuse me. I got Excuse a little confused me. there.
0: Brent Kennedy. There we go. I was close. Give Walker
1: Lockett it. keeps getting called up, and I love when he comes in for just one inning and just. He just takes, like, a champ when he gets fired.
2: option the next day. Right. Like, and, great. hey, thanks, yeah. Walker, for those three strikeouts. You're going back to El Paso.
0: <laughs> and, and so and he knows it. <laughs> and,
2: and so I'll ask you guys uh, just a
0: general question and see if you guys have an answer for right. me. You know, who is not a part of our 40-man roster next year?
2: Well, Give me three. I, I think you need to address, like, who's who qualifies for the Rule 5 draft uh, in December, which the main reason I think we're looking say, at... Say what the Rule 5 draft is. Rule like, 5 draft is... Uh, a draft that happens in December and basically it's in order to qualify to be a player that is qualified for being picked in the rule five draft. There's a few criteria you have to meet. One, I think you have to have spent a a certain amount of time in the minors. Mm -hmm. Um, you have to have entered, uh, professional baseball, albeit minor league baseball, but still professional baseball, um, at a certain age. And, um, There may be a caveat about you haven't moved up a certain level by a certain time, but it's basically people who have been in the. The way I think of it is the people who have spent time in the minors. Yeah, and it's it's intentionally
1: the intention is to not let one team basically load stockpile prospects over eight years and just have you know all of the hot, which you know.
2: Side note: My opinion is that it you know it it really doesn't help. Small market teams like us, but that's a separate topic. But anyway, yeah, that's another one. Um, I think, as <laughs> anyway, far as well, the, yeah, for the man so anyway, anyway, I think <laughs> so. Who's eligible? Then? I think Espinoza, who we got from the Pomeranes trade, I think he will be protected. I think Jacob Nix will be protected, who's at double-A uh, San Antonio. I think Paddock will be definitely protected with his oh, rise, man. um, you know, because he's he's somebody who, um, you know. It seems like he hasn't been around the system for a while and around baseball for a while, but because of his Tommy John surgery, it's kind of added his, you know, additional year where people haven't, you know, realized, oh, wow. I
1: feel you, but who's not going to be on the 40 man?
2: Well, I think they're going to make the. (laughs) Yeah, wait, Hayden, can we answer that question? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we're talking about (laughs) rule five still here. Sorry, sorry. Um,. Well, I don't know the exact... Give me, give me a guess. Give me a guess. Yeah, just like, okay, who's so not going to be on our 40, now, Because you have to answer, not, you I, have to answer the question of like, who he's is He's not going to all... be there. Thank H- you. H- all right, Robert. Do you know why? He's not going to be there.
1: If we don't trade him in the offseason, we're going to trade him super early, get some value up, trade him. Because look at his numbers. He's hitting. He's getting on base. Yada, yada, yada. Oh, Hedges he's he, gone. He, Hedges he's here. so gone. Right. And now we've got Mejia. We've got we've got catchers. And we've got... uh. Are
0: you talking about Rafi?
1: Rafi. We have yeah. got three catchers, man. We're exactly.
0: Good. So I think, yeah, absolutely. I think some catchers are going to be moving again. I don't mean, think I don't L's think we're, we're going to be able to platoon three.
2: Like no, we've we're going to try. I year. think we're going to try and move an outfielder. I mean, I think there was a push to get not get rid of, but entertain offers for guys like Renfro. Uh, I sorry, but Jankowski. I think
1: Jankowski's out. My fear is that they're going to give up Renfro before Me they too. give up Jankowski. Me too. And I just I think and they can pitch a Jankowski talent. And 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 coachability, and they need to because we we need Renfro as much as I love Jankowski, he can't crank it like Renfro. Well, and I think I think
0: if we Renfro would be one of those situations where we gave up Renfro and then he would come back and and just always haunt us like a Jed Jerko, Adrian Gonzalez, uh, you know the guys that always come back to our park and just dominate. If, if yeah, Jerko's and runs he would be that us? guy, I feel Renfro
1: like. is going to be putting him on the top of we can't let Western that in, every time he
2: did, hinder us so. in our future trade discussions because, you know, Jerko wasn't playing well when he was – I mean, he got optioned, you know, before we traded him Oh, yeah, the, for sure. I mean, he left a bad note, for sure. Yeah, so, you know, everybody was talking about, oh, well, you know, he was switched around and wasn't playing the same position. Like, I don't think that's BS. It's like, I think, you know, if you're not hitting well. You're not hitting well. So – yeah. definitely
0: definitely and and then um you know in in terms of uh you know again what was our list there so basically Ellis Jankowski
1: so one catcher one outfielder i think i think honestly i think they trade via yeah i i don't think that's out
0: of the Villa realm of possibilities Galvish. yeah and and again these are guys that have put up numbers you know offensively
2: yeah um it's teams like,
0: can find a place for a bat
2: right well um, via slash lines like 226 like 286 and then like five fifty. It's like a, a crazy slugging, but like yeah. you know, you look at his other, you know, other stats and it's just like, well, okay, it's kind of like a shit, right, but people will see he's young. Home runner home runner strikeout.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I mean somebody's gonna see the potential to coach him sure. up. And sure. I, I hope that's I hope that's us, but honestly the way that his defense is, somebody can take him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing fucking so. grounders missed right at third base.
0: Yeah, he's uh he's had his fair share errors over there. So yeah, you know I I would uh, tend to agree that we're gonna you know uh, lose a you know a catcher maybe two, uh, an outfielder maybe two, mm-hmm. um and then you know look for look for our younger talent. Um, I think uh you know our younger talent is beginning to will breach you know the bigs, beginning next year. I think we're we're gonna start to see a lot of our prospects uh, yep. coming up into the bigs next year. So so be ready for that. I, I think next year is, is is a very exciting time for to be a Padre uh to be a Padre fan. And so um I think right now is is kind of a perfect uh you know segue
1: before we get into to the to, to the do last you want to half. Do the, um who's gonna because Hayden talked about it. Who is gonna come up September double AA, A triple A?
2: We'll do it by um we'll break it down. Outfielder, infielder, pitcher quick. and catcher if you want. Catcher's I think kind of an obvious one but So So who's coming up then? I mean, we've already had Franchi. Which outfielder outfielder do you think is either going to come up in September, A, or B, break out in 2019?
1: Well, you have to go Franchi on that.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I think Franchi's kind of a given because uh, before he got injured, he was, you know, a shoe-in. So as long as he
1: comes back and he's the same, then. Yeah, true.
2: I think think
1: we all agree that Urias or Urias or however the hell you want to say his name, (laughs) if you want to say it the white way or the Mexican way, He's probably going to be up. Um, Somebody was saying,
2: like, you know, he's oh, he's only got a two sixty five batting average, but, you know, his on base is still like three ninety something I think the guy is just getting impatient, to be honest. I think he's literally proven all that he can at the AAA level, and he's just waiting for another challenge. I sincerely believe that. I hope so. Yeah. That's a good take. And what do we think she- about as far as pitchers? Do we think – do we think – that Chris Paddock could make the 2019 roster out of spring training. Is that too
0: early? Is that too soon to push him? Though that's why I uh, asked the question. I I just think I think it Luke would be Casey too soon. Here. I think it would be too soon. I think you try him out okay. in 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 summer ball. I think you see, you know what he can perform. You know maybe mm-hmm. you know preseason. Uh, you know again give him give him an opportunity in preseason. Give him some innings in preseason. But uh, I do not think uh, he makes our 40
1: man. Yeah, I think we learned some lessons with Lauer, and Casey, which are doing pretty well now. But that was a rough growing process, right? Right. And I don't think they want to force um, Gore or Paddock into that.
2: Well, Gore for sure, but I they're think, gonna, they're going to yeah,
1: bring yeah. them up early. But I think they're going to do it when they see
2: a lot of strength, a lot of capability, and well, and, and yeah. a lot of confidence. And here's the other thing, you know, these guys aren't coming up, you know, from the minors in a spot start. A scenario with an established core of starting pitchers like they're not coming up in the national system where you have Strasburg and Scherzer and Gio Gonzalez in front of you and you know they're asking you to make the fourth or the fifth start this is like hey you're coming up from triple a um you're the second starter right now right um pitch like your life depends on it right give us seven and I feel like that's <laughs> really been a detriment to guys like Lucchesi and guys like Lauer um, right. Who can turn in great performances, but I think once you know the fan the wheels base, fall off. Yeah, I think once the fan yeah. base latches onto them and just goes, "Okay, great, you know you're doing so well," because we're so willing to just grasp onto any aspect of positive performance, then they're probably going, "Oh gosh, mm-hmm. like the weight of the world is on my shoulders." Right. right. I
1: mean, look at what I think it's I just, lowers I did, like every third or fourth game. It's like yeah, five sixty RA and the rest of them are one or two.
2: There, there's a difference between coming up in a system where there's really no pressure on you versus one where it's like. Um, people have tuned out a lot of times with a major league product and have turned their attention to what's coming up through the minors. Right. I definitely think that affects people, even though they may say, like, oh, yeah, don't t- pay attention to media. They do. They
1: do. And then Lauer and Casey were just, like, the first wave that just broke in and were like, yo, there's more of us coming.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but right. it was a
1: hard thing for them to face. Right.
0: Sure. So, so, again, a good conversation about, you know, kind of our 40-man there. I, sorry, it was a little lackluster. We kind of got uh, off topic in terms of who's going up, down, <laughs> maybe <laughs> – around about <laughs> uh, sideways but right but I just if, really if you're to still with us a- again knows, that was a conversation you. about you know what's ahead right and 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 you know what to look forward to as a padres fan because it's again that that's about out. all we've got is is looking ahead but um i think uh, you know uh you know prior to transitioning into our second half of the pod here um, um i think we definitely have an ad read to uh, to get through to uh, through your ears we here we
1: got some ad reads uh big shout out to la edwards for letting us use their studio today again, thank, thank you uh, again. So we're back in here. That's why you're hearing the extra nice sound quality today. Uh, if you guys are up in LA, uh, check them out. I think they're going to be performing at. Uh, I don't know. Go to their website, laedwards.net. There's some. They're performing on Friday. Troubadour. OC. The Who point knows? is, uh, this episode and every episode of the Low Sea Podcast is brought to you by Bitchin Sauce, San Diego-based, all almond-based. Gluten free, non GMO, vegan, bitch and sauce. It <laughs> took Diego's him a long hero. time wow. to do that, ladies wow. and
0: gentlemen. Wow. Golf claps, Fucking golf egg. snaps <laughs> for Robert right there. Do we need to write get this sauced. down for you? Dude, I usually do we need write to write, it down. write I didn't this down this, write it down down for this
1: you? time? So get sauced. Uh, be looking for us at Vaughn's, Whole Foods, uh, Natural Grocers. If you go to SDSU, we're going to have some snack packs, blah, blah, blah. Bitch and sauce. Andy goes, homie- Sauciest Hometown Hero. <laughs> That was a marathon.
0: We're through it, though, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Rob has got it (laughs) through that. This is why Hayden
1: needs to do some ad reads, damn it.
2: Dip, spread, and smother on your favorite savory snack. Wow, see,
0: okay, yeah. Hayden's doing the next ad read, people, because that sounded so told you. If you're
2: terrible at cooking, put it on your dish. Because it'll make everybody happy. <laughs> All right, ad reads were over. We're done with this here, people. Anyway, we're done folks. with this here, people.
0: So let's talk about more important things. And by more important things, I mean Twitter. Um, and so obviously, uh Los well, Fan Club has a uh, a, a, a Twitter pan uh, a Twitter page at uh, Los C Fan Club. Um, and and we always tweet before we have these episodes, and and we basically uh, give you guys kind of some time to ask us questions, kind of throw us some takes. Uh, some some maybe mentions of, of what you want to hear in the podcast. Um, obviously we had a couple mentions to talk about the Hoffman uh ceremonies and 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 obviously that was a huge topic for us. But uh, then we got some some kind of some questions this some week. good ones. Um, some uh, an really excellent ones. question uh, stemmed from um, and this is kind of you know uh, jumping onto our personal lives Mr. and some Mr. personal At opinions.
1: Miserable SD fan. Miserable father's uh, a, a a very
0: oh. uh, a common name on the, the Twitter uh, Padres Mr. Twitter sphere. Ms. I think
1: that's Mister Mayor to you.
0: Uh, <laughs> I don't vote. Um, <laughs> and so uh, he asked us, what's our uh, our favorite uh, baseball movie? Um,
2: uh, Hayden,
0: you want to go ahead and answer
2: yours? I think I'm going to have to go with Major League, Ooh. Wild Thing, Pedro Serrano, and he Willie Mays Hayes, baby. I just think, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of different baseball movies. Uh, I loved The Sandlot. Um, I loved even the old school ones. I think, for instance, the Natural with Robert Redford that was way back there. I don't know if most. I didn't people didn't even put that on the list. I didn't know, know you about that one. Seen that one. I just think it, it's such a feel-good movie. I think it's got a perfect amount of you know plot that you know good amount of story, good amount of humor. Um, you know, Pedro Serrano is kind of my favorite character. So, yeah. I kinda mentioned that to miserable Padre fan. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Saw that, I saw that. I saw that. Who's up next? Me, Robert, or Robert, yeah. what about you? You want me to
1: go? So first let me let me just tell you I, I was so stoked to get this question because it made me realize that there are so many baseball movies that I forgot about that now I've got a list of like a dozen that I'm gonna watch over the next week, week and a half. Yeah. Rewatch, uh, rewatch. Rewatch, yeah. yeah. So like just honorable mention to like Mr. Three Thousand, Bad News Bears, Basketball <laughs> just, one of the best Field movies of dreams. ever. Field of Dreams, right? Uh, Fever Pitch, which fuck you, Eric. Yes, I did cry during that movie, and I almost cried during during the trailer. It's a great movie. Okay, Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> like, Drew Barrymore. That's classic, dude. To the benchwarmers. The benchwarmers, bench right? Beef stew. <laughs> But my, so, you know, League of Their Own. I mean, you've got all these greats. You know? So your favorite is My Robert. favorite, favorite, favorite. Okay, i honor another honorable mention. Angels in the Outfield, Great movie. Uh, yeah. Favorite movie. Favorite baseball movie of all time. Hardball. Oh. Keanu, wow. Keanu Excellent. Reeves. Wow. G-Baby. Wow. I love it when you call me big pop.
2: But Dude. I can honestly Hands say down. I would not have expected you to say that.
1: Bro, I cried when G-Baby died. Another shout out to Tony well, Padres that. man. Like that, come
0: on. Robert's emotional, people. Yo.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, right, l- before bit. we all start crying, <laughs> Chad, what's your pick? Uh, Moneyball. Uh, Moneyball. I mean, that's just a story yeah. that, you know, I, why can't it's the Padres it. do that? I just want to associate the Padres to a story like that, maybe one of these times. But not Moneyball. Uh, excellent kind of story, um, you know, true story. Mm-hmm. Oakland Athletics. Um, good movie. Good I love movie that, all around. Brad Pitt does an excellent job.
1: I love that one because, like, for us growing up, you know, we were all born early '90s. It gave a lot of perspective on why all these stats are stats in these, you know, in the stat lines. Right. Sure. Like what these stats
2: are. You know. So gotta love that one. Yeah. Hardball still. And just the, still the, the, the during game. the movie, like, uh, you know, when they're re- reconstructing their roster, and you know, I think Billy Bean says to one of the scouts, like, "Oh, go check this guy out," and like him like he only walks, and the Billy Bean was like exactly <laughs> 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 he gets on base exactly yeah. exactly of his uh, time,
0: yeah, um, so that's uh that's my favorite there, yeah, uh, money that's, that's a, a good one,
1: you can't hate that
2: anyway, not,
0: not at all, uh uh. Ryan Cohen had another uh, Twitter question for us, Um, and and this is uh, kind of an excellent Twitter question for (laughs) for all of us here. Uh, When will Padres Twitter become friends again? Uh, Ryan, we're always all friends. Uh, Fish are friends, not food. (laughs) Um, and I'm going to end that at that. Nobody else wants to comment on that. That's fine.
1: Look, we talk baseball. We're on Padres Twitter to talk baseball.
0: Exactly. We're here to talk baseball. And that's what, uh, that's what Los Ejos is. We talk baseball here. Um, and, and, you know, speaking of baseball, and again, uh, uh, we've, we've had a lot of it today, but, um, uh, we always like to take you uh, down on the farm and, and to kind of uh, mm-hmm. look at, at some of these prospects that are always talked of in the Padres organization. So we're going to go ahead and turn this over to uh, Mr. Hayden here.
2: Howdy, folks. Thanks for coming down yeah, the farm. on the farm. Way. So today, uh, I think I'd, I want to highlight uh, Owen Miller, who was our third round pick in this year's draft and is already tearing it up at short season tri-cities right now was selected to the Northwest league all-star team. Um, you know, and this, this is really, for me, it's exciting to have a guy like Owen Miller and also Xavier Edwards coming to the system, both shortstops. And we've, you know, obviously been kind of light on the shortstop position. Um, you know, I think we've, we've historically, our, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We put our hopes in guys like uh, Javi Guerra, um, obviously Tatis, but um, you know, the, it's good to see guys like that coming in and adding more depth. Um he's absolutely raking right now. He's got a 335, 378, 449 slash line. Um and just expecting huge things from him. I think he he came out of Illinois State having a really good um you know, have really good skills, really good uh, you know, transferable major league hitting ability and so really looking forward to that. Uh so keep him uh you know, in your mind and, uh, definitely look out for Owen Miller. Um, I try and track minor league stats quite frequently on the minor league baseball, um, app. I think it's minor league at bat. Um, so yeah. And w- and where is Owen Miller right now? Short season tri cities. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. M-I-L-B at bat. Yes. It's yeah. M I L B. Uh, it's basically the same thing as MLB at bat, but just not I mean, it's same format and everything, but yeah, you know, yeah. ten billion dollar enterprise, you know, yeah, so yeah. They can you afford know. good apps, and just they get paid. They, they get paid dirt. They just so. can't
1: pay yeah. minor league players. Yeah, whatever. Okay, digress. We're getting enough track. We're getting off top. Yeah. Digressing. Well, no. Hey,
0: and and again, we always appreciate our time down on the farm because, uh, um, <laughs> oh, again, good. as uh, as tank I you season,
1: that stuff in your head.
0: that's a lot of information, and I love that. <laughs> I thank goodness that someone in our podcast <laughs> follows the farm stuff because
1: Hayden's the realist.
0: Well, apparently he's the pessimist too, but that's a uh, same thing.
1: Oh, I meant like he's just like the realist for no. Oh, it's like a, real. I, like, yeah. I will yeah. gladly drive the couldn't. tank.
2: <laughs> I'll I will get in the commander's spot and I will drive <laughs> that tank. <laughs>
0: Exactly. And again, so 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 when the tank is 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 full steam ahead, uh, we always like to look down to the farm because that's our future. So uh, as always, Hayden, thank you. Uh, thank you for your time spent down there. You and, um, yeah, uh, you farm. know, again, as as the town minutes farm. are kind of ticking by here, uh, you know, I, I think it's a, an appropriate time to to look ahead and, and to kind of look, look at, at what's coming up for for what is the month of August. Today is August 1st. Gentleman of the year is flying by, yeah. um, uh, but uh, we've got Uno. a. What do you ta- say? What are you saying,
1: over there, over? Spanish.
0: Oh, right, because we're the Los Sejos. Augusto, shouts out to Leisure Friar. <laughs> we know Espanol.
1: He's, he'll tell us what August August first is. Yeah, yeah.
0: Someone, someone can He's tell here. us that. Uh, but uh, looking ahead, uh, Robert, uh, we've got a rough, rough, oh, go, rough go because every team that we play is above five hundred.
1: Right, right. And many people have said this uh, on Twitter or or in different various avenues, like on articles and stuff. It's the most daunting thing that we have had the worst, like the second worst month in franchise history, uh, which is crazy because, you know, two months ago we had uh, plus, you know, over 500 months. So it was looking really promising. Every team we face in August is over 500. And then this other stat, which I found on FanGraphs, which I, I just love this for the first time all season. All five of our next matchups are under a 40% win likelihood. We usually hover around, like, 48. I think our lowest is usually, like, 46. You know, they're saying, like, okay, most likely the other team's going to win. Right. They're basically saying, I mean, in Chicago, our average win percentage, I think, is, like, 29
0: so, so basically, the so, Cubs have a seventy percent chance to win just on just based every on
1: stats game. and every game. Yeah, they're just gonna get more guys on base, get more guys down.
0: Well, hide. and and again, I I think we're leading into our recap there. Um, right. We've got and again, we're, so, we're, we're we're jumping the gun here with so, these
1: stats. So that's well. So that's what I want to tell you. Getting into this, so we've got a four game series at Chicago. Uh, we're gonna go Erlen Ross, Luke Casey, Lyles, which I do love seeing the Lyles starts.
0: I do. I, I do. He's a good spot starter. He is a good spot starter. But I do also command. believe
1: he's a better reliever. I'll leave it there, but it's nice. It is nice when he gets a start because it's it's cool to see a guy like that push through five innings, six innings. And he seems to have the mental capacity, so that's cool. Uh up against our Erlen, Ross, Casey, Lyles, Richard, it's gonna go Montgomery, Quintana, Hendricks, Lester, and then first game of Milwaukee is gonna be Anderson. Uh so that should shape up that way. We're gonna do a three game series at Milwaukee. Um we generally do well against them, and this year we've done decent, but the last time we saw them, I remember it being not very good, so not very optimistic for that one. Um, and then we finally return home, and so when we come back, we'll do a podcast for them, but uh, when we do return back, we're going to do uh, Phillies and then Angels, and that whole Phillies series is just littered with giveaways, beach towel giveaway on Saturday, Kids fest on Sunday. Kids get to run the bases after the game.
0: Always a fun time seeing the kids you run the bases. You Come got on. kids. We so don't s- have kids, by the way, FYI. Yo, if you
1: got kids, listen to Ron Fowler. Bring your family to the park for $100. <laughs> you always want to plug that 5 win pass <laughs> you know, package in, it, it is, it no, is pretty atrocious. That's his family package. It's really $20 bad. with, like, nosebleed seat plus a hot dog. I Ron grass. Fowler's
2: like, back in the day when you can go to an AMC movie for $8...
1: <laughs> this guy's wild yeah um but anyways also on friday this is weird because i'm going saturday sunday but friday is going to be um national baseball card day so they're going to give away padres baseball cards little sad i'm not going to go to that game huh. but it's also interesting right so it's a good day it's also a theme game where they're going to do wine night or wine fest um probably down. out in the out in the park right right theme game so you got to buy the package you got just Same, if you want to go to wine game. fest, remember that you got to go through all these fucking extra steps that no one loves. But if you don't do that, you will get some baseball cards. Hmm. I say go Saturday, dude. Beach towel giveaway day is Sat- yeah. Beach towel,
0: you yeah. They you can't you can't complain back. with a free beach towel again. We are in San Diego, California, and I'm pretty sure it's been 90 degrees all week this week. So yeah. uh, perfect beach weather. We're
2: actually currently sweating. Yeah, we're sweating. We're the, the studio is getting wavered. a little
1: hot. a Little hot losing weight that's all i'm working on just sitting in my sauna yeah and
0: then uh <laughs> and then again you know uh looking way ahead uh again we got the angels right um yeah we'll have the angels at uh, home after that. always fun to see uh you know uh, mr
2: mike oh, trout yeah, trickle I, down <laughs> into the park I, think uh, I might just go to the game just to see Mike trout
0: oh yeah absolutely uh, you, you, when i, when I saw mad. angels home games i was like uh yep yeah. bye i won't uh, be
1: mad for for any home run he snags off of our guys yeah, Old I might like see, we, 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 we
0: might get, get. get to see what Otani, right? We might see the Shinti Otani. Huh? Swinging the bat? Oh yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's swinging the bat. As as Ooh, this will that be exciting. Yeah, so, remember well, he just hit a memo <laughs> the other night. <laughs> no, so, <laughs> so yeah. So again, uh, you know, we've got uh, some some tough series ahead of us, as we mentioned. Everybody right. that we and play in August. And that's
1: only the first half of the month. We've got 27 games in August, and they're all against people with over 500. Yeah,
0: so it's it's gonna be a long month. Um, and again, if we are in tank season, uh, strap in, folks. Puckle in. Uh, it's going to be bumpy.
1: Hopefully we twenty-seven games. Hopefully we win nine. That's what that's where I'm sitting right now. Like hopefully All right. We win well,
0: uh, timestamp this. Uh, Robert is claiming nine, wins, nine in wins. the month of August in
1: August. I I feel like we're still the most optimistic podcast. At I, nine actually, wins. I feel
2: like that's reasonable. I think that uh, yeah, I think we could take nine games because I th- I feel like right before the final push for the postseason, I think you know teams that are contending aren't getting lazy as much as they are just like all right like how are we conserving our energy how are we like structuring our lineup so we can like save guys for mm. you know so you're thinking the divisional race yeah. So I don't I I, mean, I think that's a good prediction. I think we could probably take 9 <clears throat> Excuse me. I think we could probably take 9 games in August. All right. No way. So that's Nueve. two people. Chad, what do you think?
0: Can you give me a number, huh? Um you know, Robert, I think nine is an excellent call. I mean, uh, again, looking at what we have, um, I, I really don't expect us to take a win in Chicago. That's a tough place to play. Um, their fans come out and actually cheer for their team. Dude,
1: it turns into freaking a home game for the Cubs when they're here. When
0: they were here, right. And, yeah. and so, so yeah, I think nine's an excellent you know, prediction. Um, I, I'm not going to be optimist and say I'm going to round that up to double digit. I think I'm going <laughs> to stick at nine. Um, and, and, and hold true to that, but, but as, as Robert said, you know, we're going to record, uh, you know, prior we'll to, you know, in the middle of, of probably that, mil, uh, you know, uh, Milwaukee or Philly series next week. So, uh, so stand by and stay tuned for that. But, but again, we've had a lot to talk about tonight and. You know, if you've made it this far in the podcast, thank you, thank right? Thank you, thank you. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we've got nothing but support for you for tuning in to us. So, uh, you know, we appreciate your time. Uh, appreciate you tuning in.
1: Reply to us some of our tweets. Yeah, we are we are the Follow Los Seahose, uh, uh fan club, the Los Hijos podcast fan club uh, at Robert Edward with a zero. We got Hayden
2: over there with at twenty two ounce curls and long live Padres Twitter. Chatted, and, uh, at, yeah, uh, Chad Etch. At Chad, Chad Etch on
0: all social medias. That's
1: right. You can also find me at SD Sock Guy. A little dormant on there. That's my burner account. Very dormant on
2: there, huh? No socks for Robert. I got up, a lot Robert. of vacations I've been taking. You got to be so. hitting up uh, Wayne Partello on that Sock Guy account. Mm-hmm. He might he might oh. bite on it because he loves stuff like that.
1: I'm trying to hit up Wayne Partello anyways and just be like, what the hell are you doing with this team? You should, like, you, you team, should like,
2: openly say, like, hey, like, I work for Stance. <laughs> 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 just blatantly
1: lie to him yo dude
2: Yeah, so, I mean it's worth a shot
1: I don't anyways, know I'll yeah. figure out an angle with Wayne but,
2: so uh,
0: anyways we're ending this podcast yet. with Robert lying to corporations uh, <laughs> and uh, tweeting on burner accounts <laughs> alright so is that doing? is how we are going to end week 11 Low Host podcast thank you for tuning in yep. uh,
2: Love we you cows, out baby. we out
0: thanks for tuning in
1: bye